I'm Connor. And I'm Campbell. And welcome to Real Geeks, the show where we talk about movies and stuff. Alright guys, so today we will be ranking most of the DreamWorks movies. We're not including the most recent ones, um, because we really haven't seen any of them, but up to, I believe it was... What was the most recent one that was on um, I think it might have been Boss, boss baby? baby. Oh yeah, up to the Boss Trolls. Baby. I can't remember. It was one of those two that the most recent one, like around 2015, 2016, yeah. I think. Um, and we we're also not doing Sinbad. That's the one, like older one we're not doing because I neither of us had seen. I mean, there are some that only I've seen. Yeah, good. But that's the only. That only... You continue. Yeah. There are, there are a good amount of movies that only Connor has seen. Um, I admittedly haven't seen a good amount of these, so um, some of it, it will be just going off of Connor's recollection of it. Um, and then, again, there are some that both of us have seen. But yes. yeah, we're going, we're going up to The Boss Baby. I think that's our um, last... Uh, the last DreamWorks movie included on this list. So Yes. So what we've got here, the grand total is 33 movies, which Campbell and I just worked tirelessly over. Yeah, this was a, a very uh, immense. Or about an yes, we spent about an hour t- separating them into four tiers and then yes. ranking them. So, and I guess we, this the format of this podcast will be or this episode will be kind of like a lightning round type thing. So we're just going to yeah. go very quickly, at least through the the, the first ten uh, or the bottom ten. I guess we'll go pretty quickly, and then as we move up and we have more things to talk about, we'll spend a little more time with the movies. But yes. Um, just like the, if you a, watch the Disney one. Yeah, the Pixar one. So it'll be uh, fairly fast-paced, I guess. So, um, All right. Without further ado, number 33. You, wanna, you can go ahead. We'll take turns. All right. Number 33 is The Boss Baby. Um, Wait, I haven't seen this one, but Connor has very strong feelings against this movie. So why uh, yeah, don't you go I, ahead? God. Um, so my brother and sister had this movie on like every single day because it was on Netflix. And I think it goes without saying that this is just so such a childish. I know these are all children slash family movies, but this is just it's such a an obnoxious. I don't know. It's just a very obnoxious movie, and I just don't like it. And knowing knowing it exists just makes me mad. I don't know. It it just I don't know. It just makes me upset. Like I get physically upset. Yeah, and, and okay. then just what's his name as a babe uh, uh, with the uh, Alec, the ba- Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin as the voice of a baby is just oh. very infuriating. And the issues like the the cast like it's not bad. Like I know to- that's what's frustrating. Toby Maguire, Steve Buscemi, Jimmy. K- <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't know. This movie just enrages me. Just knowing about it, I haven't even seen it, but it looks obnoxious. So oh yeah, that's our and speaking thirty three. Yes, 33, Boss Baby. Speaking of obnoxious, at number 32, we've got Trolls. Again, I haven't seen this one, but Connor has very... I guess... Okay, so they use the Justin Timberlake song in this movie. Can't Stop the Is Feeling. Like, can't Stop the Feeling. And I um, can't stop thinking about this movie every time I hear that song. Um, yeah, it's just a constant reminder that this uh, garbage movie exists. <laughs> It's just not. It, and I think they made another one called like Trolls World Tour or something. Yeah, that was right? one of the ones we weren't doing because neither of us had seen it. Yeah, I know they like they released it on like HBO Max or something. And you had to like pay money to watch it. Yeah, that was like Imagine... the first like pandemic movie. <laughs> Imagine spending money to watch Trolls World Tour. 
Um, but anyways, yes, Trolls is number 32 because of the no- obnoxious Justin Timberlake song um, that forever reminds us that this movie exists. And then forever, man, we're just tying everything into the next movie. Oh, wow. Yes, 31, Shrek Forever After. Again, another one I haven't seen. Um, these bottom one, I, I, I've, yeah, these bottom couple I haven't seen, but again, Connor, do you have, what is your thoughts um, on Shrek Forever After? Most of it is just, it's just so, it was so disappointing after like the, the first three. I mean, you'll see on our list, this is much lower than the other ones. Um, it's just not, Rumpelstiltskin was annoying. It just was not memorable to me. I think I watched it once when it came out. Um, it just, it, it's, I don't know. I mean, it just didn't have to exist, basically. Yeah. Like, it, there's no seemed... reason for it. To... Yeah, no. Okay, yeah. Shrek Forever After, number 31. Uh, okay, you can introduce the next one. Okay, so number 30, we've got Penguins of Madagascar, which, if you hadn't seen that one, that was basically, um, it was the, it was, this, it came after the, obviously it came after the third, um, Madagascar movies. And it had nothing to do, it didn't have, like, the main cast, like, uh, Alex or any of them. It was just the Penguins. And unlike the show, it it just wasn't, it didn't have the same, I don't know, it just wasn't the same. I think the the Penguins show that was on Nick for a long time was much better than this movie. And I don't know, it just wasn't, again, a lot of these ones are down low because they just weren't that memorable to me, like, as a child. Um, I think... I think with this one, the penguins again. I think the penguins are like funny, but they're good when they're used in moderation. So like in the the Madagascar movies, they're funny because they weren't like overused. Yeah. But like when yeah. they were there, they're like they stole the show. But like making a whole movie about them, I guess, kind of ruined it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. And it's, it's it, just it's got moments, and I think it's it. I don't know. It 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 just, it just wasn't that memorable to me when I watched it. I know this one came out recently, so it wasn't really a big childhood movie maybe it would have been higher on the list maybe it would be higher on the list for someone that was like younger when they watched it yeah um because this one came out in 2014 i was about 12 so it wasn't really i don't know it just didn't really stick with me a whole lot all right uh number 29 puss in boots again i have not seen this so yeah, much like Penguins of Madagascar, I think well, these are close together. Yeah, because... they they kind of give off a similar vibe because it's like they take a side character from one of the existing movies and they just make a, a um, a pointless or I don't know, an unnecessary movie about them. I guess. Yeah, I think I think the issue with both of these is that like they're not terrible, but they're just there's no I I, I don't plot wise they're not they're both somewhat lacking like i don't i didn't find the plots very interesting and, and they both yeah. have like moments but overall they're just not that strong of like movies um, yes I, yeah Puss in boots has moments I, I like the the um what's his name um the egg the egg from like the uh was it like Humpty Dumpty? Yeah, Humpty Dumpty. He's, <laughs> the egg. It, it's funny because they make him. I, I think if I remember, they make him like a criminal. Like he's super like they they're, they're like he's about as crude as he can get for a kids movie. Dang. And which is kind of funny. Like it's got moment. Like it's got a good amount of like funny moments. Um, but overall, it's like, it, 
I don't. I, it's not that big a deal. Again, yeah. they, and they also had a show for this for Puss and Boots. Hmm. Um, parallels between Madagascar and Puss and Boots, but anyway. So yeah, Puss and Boots number twenty nine. All right, number twenty eight is Spirit. I think this is um, one of the earlier uh, DreamWorks movies, and it's yeah. also animated. Uh, or I guess obviously it's animated, but yeah, it's one of the earlier. Uh, DreamWorks movies again, one that I have not seen. Yeah, so this one's just about. I mean, I barely even. Some of these, uh, I'm going off of like because so, only there were only a couple of these that I rewatched before the podcast. And yeah, some of them I didn't rewatch because I've I've got brothers and sisters that have watched them like frequently over the past couple of years. But overall, when when it comes to spirit, I, I can barely even remember what like. The point was, I, I think it was just, I mean, I remember it was just about, like, this horse, and there was a whole conflict between, like, him trying to be free, and there's, like, this um, military officer guy who's, like, the main antagonist, and then there's this group of, like, Native Americans who are trying to protect the horses or whatever. I know that there's, like, um, there's a weird fan base for this movie for some reason. Uh-oh. Yeah. I don't know. Not, that's all I'm gonna say. I just don't. I, it's just not. It's just not a strong movie overall. Um, so yeah, um, that's, that's it. I I will say though. Um, this may come to you, uh, to you as a surprise, but there's actually a sequel that was released this year. Um, or maybe maybe has been or hasn't. I don't I know. If it, yeah, I think they're planning. They were planning. No, 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 no. It's it's playing right now. Actually, is it really? Um, yes, it's called Spirit Untamed. You can watch it. Uh, yeah, the, the ticket, there are uh, showtimes right now that you could watch it, but who thought that there would be a sequel to this movie that like no one cares about, but oh well. I won't say no one cares about it. I think there's definitely a, a loyal fan base, and there are a lot of people that actually really like it. It's just not really... I guess, doing, yeah. really do that much for me. Yeah, I can't, I can't speak about it because I haven't seen it, but it's just kind of weird that they chose this movie to like make a sequel off of at like... Yeah. How many ever years after it was the original one was released? But yeah, I know. I think the movie's almost as old as I am. Yeah. All right. Uh. Next. You one. go ahead. Okay. Twenty-seven is the Crudes. This is one I actually have seen. I remember vividly watching it. Um, like I remember the like being there watching it, but I like do not remember a single thing about the movie. Nothing. <laughs> hey, come on, you gotta remember something. No, I don't. I remember it was like a sloth or something. <laughs> da, da, da. Do you remember that? Yes, yes I remember that. <laughs> I watched this in a drive-in movie theater. That's the that's the the biggest memory I have of this movie. It was just, I don't know. Again, it's just. I think it was just. I found it obnoxious and again not very memorable for me personally, and didn't really have much of a impact on me overall. I mean, I don't know. It just it doesn't. And then the sequel, I I don't know. The sequel is another one that we didn't put in this because neither of us has seen it. I, I don't. It's just. I guess and honestly, say, yeah. Uh, the music is by Alan Silvestri, and and he's at least a good composer. So maybe that's oh, one, that is true. Maybe that's one good thing about this movie. <laughs> that is true. I, I I to be honest, I mean the thing about I'd have to rewatch it. Maybe it could get moved up a little bit. Um, a lot of these, it, I, I I don't want you guys to think that these are like 
for sure. I mean, this was a lot of stuff to like take into consideration, a lot of movies to consider. So like a lot of yeah, we couldn't probably be moved around. We couldn't we couldn't rewatch every single DreamWorks movie because that wouldn't take way too yeah. much time. So we're just basically going off of our memory of it, which some of them admittedly aren't like we don't have a great memory, but um, yeah, yeah. So Moving like on. Uh, yeah, okay. So um. Next up at number 26, we've got Wallace and Gromit, which I feel like a lot of people might um, I think it's kind of controversial know. because yeah, I, I, I think, think a lot people, of people like, like this one. Mm-hmm. And I think I have seen it at some point. I don't remember watching it, but again, I think we both agree that the animation in this movie just makes both of us really like feel uncomfortable. Like it's just it's not to watch. Yeah, I, I will say the same thing, because I, I think I remember watching it at some point, but I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the claymation. I mean, I never really liked any of, the, like, the Tim... I mean, I was never a big fan of the Tim Burton movies either, even though they're not really claymation, but, like, that kind of, like, stocky, moving... Like, I don't know. It just never was a big deal to me, and this... It always... I don't know. It just seemed strange. I, like, I just never... Do you remember that Pirates movie that came out? That's, like, also... It's, it's also in the similar, like, claymation style. Pirates? Like it's like the pirates, um apparently it's called an adventure with scientists. But yeah, there's like that pirates movie that came out. Huh. That's it's a similar animation style that also was kind of just looked disturbed. Like the animation itself just didn't look appealing, but uh huh. yeah, neither of us are big fans of the animation style of I know I, I, I like I think it's different than the Tim Burton style, but yeah, um, I, I don't. I dislike them for the same reason, even though they're different. I, I just don't like that kind of. Yeah. I don't know. That, but that's that's my spiel on that one. Again, I haven't seen that one in a while, so maybe it would be moved up a little higher if it hadn't been so long. But just for that, just for that, and just I don't know. It just seems a little strange to me. All right. Um. Next up, we have El Dorado twenty five. Yeah. So. It- so at number 25, we got Eldorado. This was definitely a big one for me. Um, definitely a lot less when I was younger, younger, but when my brother and sister were younger and I would watch it with them, um, we watched it a lot. I think th- this one's definitely where it is on the pure sense of like nostalgia. And I, I think it's, it's got some funny moments. I really like the two main characters. Um, Campbell hasn't seen this one. Um, it's one of the older ones, correct? Yeah, that one came out about the same time as Spirit. Um, I think if this is might have been like the fourth, um, yeah, movie or so. But it, it's 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 a good buddy movie. I, I like I like the plot. I think it's definitely got. Um, it's not. A, it doesn't have a whole lot of humor, but the humor it does have is definitely a lot more. I wouldn't say oriented at adults, but it's not as it's not a very childish DreamWorks movie. Yeah, like it's just trying to be like an actual, or it's trying to tell a story, like a, um, yes. like it's not trying to be like a funny kids comedy or whatever. From what I could tell, like it's trying to be somewhat of a of a serious movie, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but I'm willing to I'm willing to put it where it is because I know that it's not in the general community. It's not as popular as the ones that I'm we're going over. After yeah. This. So, there you go, El Dorado number twenty five. You want to do next? Uh, you can introduce the next one. Sure, I guess I'll just introduce all of them because. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, okay. So, yeah, 24, we have Prince of Egypt. Um, again, another one I have not seen, but uh, Connor, you can discuss this one. So, 
Prince of Egypt, I know it's got like basis in like, um, like religion. I think I think I, may, I might be thinking of a different one, but I think it's got basis in like. Is it like a uh, Bible, like a Bible story type here, Prince? It's similar. Yeah, it's the Book of Exodus. It's an animated ve- retelling of the Book of Exodus. Oh, so it's um, about like, oh, about Mo- it's about Moses. Okay, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Played by Mal- Val Kilmer. Um. And, and but I, I think this one gives off similar vibes to um, the last one. What was it? El Dorado. Yeah, El, like it's in anim- terms of. Yeah, animation style is almost exactly the same. Um, it's definitely. This one's got. I like this one for this. I, I I like this one's in the same area as El Dorado for the same re for the same reasons, because um, they both have a. Similar consensus amongst, like, compared to the other movies, they're not, like, the best, but they're not the worst. Like, they're kind of, like, mediocre in terms of the um, DreamWorks movies overall, and they're not crazy popular. But they've got very good stories, and um, I think the They're underrated, basically. Like, these two are very underrated. Yes. Yes. So that's why these are where they are. I definitely recommend both of them, even though they are 24 and 25. Um... They are they're pretty decent little movies. So yes, all right. And at twenty three, we have Madagascar three. So I did watch this one. this one. I remember um, uh, they go they go to the circus, and then there's the the taxidermy lady or the what is she like? Some French like hit she's woman like or something? Police. Or the police? Yeah, and then she's the leader she's of the like, police. And she's just like hunting them down the whole time, and they're basically on the run. Uh, it was entertaining, I guess. I, I it was watchable, um, but you know, nothing. It, it's definitely the worst out of the, the three Madagascar, um, or out of the like, three main Madagascar ones. It's it's the worst one, but yeah, yeah. I I, I definitely I think you hit on it all there. I mean, it's the Afro Circus part is Afro, yes. Afro Circus. Want to rip your hair out, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just isn't there like a love arc between Alex and like a tiger girl? Yeah, and there's like a seal or like some. I I could not tell you. <laughs> oh yeah, there's that big tiger and he's got like an accent. Oh, like the Russian guy? Yeah, or yeah was yeah, he yeah, Russian? Yeah, yeah. I think he was Russian. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just it's kind of like a fever. A of... Continue. Sorry. It's like a fever dream of a movie for me, because I remember bits and pieces, and I, there is like an acrobat tiger that he kind of has a love arc with. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you remember this part at the end when they play that uh, Katy Perry song? The fireworks. Firework. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're putting me through, like, physical trauma. I'm having... Okay. And, like, Melman is, like... Not Melman. Um, mm. What's his name? Oh, and Let's there's the seal... Oh, Marty? Marty's, like, flying through the air. I do remember that, actually. I, I remember them playing Firework. Gosh. That's... Yeah, it definitely feels like a fever dream. The best part of the movie was the police lady, though. She was the MVP. Oh, yeah. And then, again, the penguins carry a lot of these. Yeah, the penguins are pretty funny, too. 
All right. All right. Yeah, that's that's enough for Madagascar three. Um, number twenty two is Rise of the Guardians. It was an interesting movie. I remember. I do remember watching this. I think we got it off like Redbox and like I watched it in the car. But um, at least it was trying to do something original. You know, like it, it had a somewhat of a like an original story. Um, I don't think it was done like super well, but I mean, it wasn't bad. I, I, I'd say it's it's very mediocre, but um, I, I I will give it um sort of a shout out for trying to do something original. The concept was pretty cool, I thought. Yeah, conceptually, and I think, um, like on paper, it pro it might have looked pretty like decent, like in terms of like an idea as an idea. But I think there was a lot of parts where, from what I remember, again, this is one I haven't seen in a little bit, but um, it, it sometimes it tried to be funny and it really wasn't funny, and then the the fan fictions online with um. Yeah. Jack Frost really just don't help the help out the movie's case. Um, I think I think the issue is it took itself way too seriously. Like they're oh, like, yeah. what if we did? It's like what if we did uh, Easter Bunny, but we made it like really dark and gritty and like edgy, so all the kids will like it. And it just comes off as just really stupid. But um, yeah, at least they're they're trying to do something different, you know? Yeah. They're just, they thought they were more edgy than they actually were, though. It was not a very edgy movie. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it again, I, this this one definitely could go lower. Yeah, I think... Like, I think Prince of Egypt and Eldorado, even though I haven't seen them, I feel like they are more, like... I think, as an edit, I think that Rise of the Guardians could be put back down with Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. So, like, so as an edit, guys... Even though we said before that Wallace and Gromit was 26 and Eldorado was 25, I think Rise of the Guardians could go down to 25 and everything else can get um, bumped up. So I, I just, I know we're making, I know this is just a crazy concept right now, but we are making a change mid-episode, guys. Breaking news. Uh, we're, we're, we're changing it. We're changing it all up. But, yeah. so now we've got Rise of the Guardians right. 25, Eldorado 24, uh, Prince of Egypt, 23. Um, Madagascar, 22. Okay, so at this point, here's those were the ones that we don't have really much to say because we thought they were... Either I haven't seen them or we just kind of thought they were average. But here's where we get into some of the more uh, enjoyable movies. Yes. Uh, so, so at 21, we have Shrek the Third. Again, we think it's easily the worst out of the three... Of, of the Shrek trilogy uh i guess you could say but it's still like i remember watching it and i remember enjoying it when i was a kid so uh and i don't think it's a bad like it, there are funny moments too you got merlin you got king arthur or prince arthur right he's prince right? yeah yeah you got prince arthur um and then like the guys in the um you know how they have that that bar with all the villains yeah and they play more they play a bigger role in this one right yeah because what's his name because um prince charming is trying to like recruit them to like rise up against the the what's it called Hap, uh happily ever after oh and don't at the end don't they have like a like a play like i remember there's a play yes don't they, they, have like... a, they have a play where he's killing shrek in the play and then sh the actual shrek comes out oh yeah i remember that yes yes so yeah <laughs> I've, I've honestly probably watched this one more than the other ones I do remember the scene where, like, 
I think it's Snow White, and then like she's being attacked, and then like she gets all the birds to come out, and then the, the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin yes, plays. Yes, yes. And then she like does like a karate kick and like beats them all up or something. Yes, that's what it is because because Fiona's having like a like a baby shower. Yeah, and all the princesses come. Yes, and they bring her, her gifts, and Snow White brings, um, like a maid, a gnome, like not a gnome. He's like a dwarf or something. And she op- he she opens the box and it's like this old he look, literally looks like hungover. He's like, "Where's the baby? You remember that?" Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> oh, no. oh, and I was talking to Campbell about this when we were ranking them all. With the part when Shrek is on the boat and it's like after Fiona tells him that she's pregnant and he has a nightmare <laughs> and he wakes up and he's like, "Da da." No, no, no. Yeah, he wait. No. He... <laughs> The dream starts out, and he's, like, in his house, and all of a sudden, babies start flooding in through the windows. Yeah. You remember that? Yes. <laughs> and, then, and then he wakes up, and he thinks that you think he's awake, and then he's like, donkey, donkey, and then donkey turns the, the, up and turns around, and it's the baby's head, and he's like, da-da. <laughs> that was literally an inside joke in my family for a solid couple years. <laughs> there are, like, I guess, yeah, this one, there are a lot of funny moments. Um yeah, oh, gosh, Weak, weakest of the shark trilogy, but by no means like it's still. Oh, def- it's quite, definitely pretty good. It's still quite funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, number twenty, monsters versus aliens. This is also pretty funny. I, I kind of have a personal connection with this one because I remember watching this on repeat at my house when I was a kid. Um, but you know, you got uh, the president. Yeah, the the iconic scene where. He plays Axel F on the keyboard. <laughs> that's a that's a cinematic moment right there. Um, yeah, I don't really. I, yeah, I just, I, not I, really I, much else to. I I I think it's where it is for me because some of it made me like uncomfortable. Like the giant bug thing was weird to me as a kid. I mean the cockroach. No, the bug, the giant bug. The, like the giant bug thing, like the, it was like Godzilla size. That was like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember like her the scene where like she turns big, like where she gets like hit by an asteroid. That always kind of freaked me out too. And she yeah. like turned huge. Like yeah. it was kind of weird. Um, yeah, that, that's why this is where it is because I I just didn't. There was a lot of parts in this like that kind of made me uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got um. You know, you got Seth Rogen as as the blob thing, uh, and then I think Will Arnett is the like the fish creature guy. The yeah the the I don't remember yeah. what his name is. And then Rain Wilson plays the the villain, the um the blue alien villain guy. So that he's pretty funny too. But yeah, I I I do remember this movie distinctly made me feel uncomfortable at a lot of moments. Like, but it's still like. And I don't think it, I don't think it's bad. Like it's still I have kind of a personal connection with this one. So, um, yeah. Yep. Okay. Monster vs. Aliens number twenty. Nineteen. I, Mega Mind. Yes. This yeah, I think this was actually not a bad. I think I, I think I I have a stronger connection with Monsters vs. Aliens than Mega Mind, but I do think Mega Minds. I think overall better. I think it's um, I don't know. It's just more enjoyable overall. Would you say? Yes, I would definitely agree because I, I think, um, gosh, what's his name as uh, Will Ferrell? 
Yeah, Will Ferrell. I mean, who else is in this one? Um, Brad Pitt as uh, Metro Brad Man. Pitt, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. <laughs> yes. David Cross is the minion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think overall, I think I think Mega Mind's a stronger movie than Monsters vs. Aliens. I'd say. Yeah. I yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just a good. It's got great moments. Um, it's got There's no definitely... Easter Bunny. Yeah, there is no Easter Bunny. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, also I want to know looks... that I want to know that quote. I can't remember what it was. You keep talking. He looks like uh Markiplier. You know, you got uh, what's isn't Metro Man that looks like Markiplier? Yeah, when he has his beard because he got because he yeah. like fakes his death and comes back. Yeah, it's it's honestly it's kind of like the speckle me sort of because it's like it's the villain, but then he like turns good or sort of yeah yeah where he has yeah. Like you see, like he's not like a bad person, but yeah, I think it's I think overall it's stronger than Monsters vs. Aliens. That's, okay, I found the quote: "There is no Easter Bunny, there is no Tooth Fairy, and there is no Queen of England." <laughs> I don't know why. Oh God. Okay. Okay. So yes, Mega Mind number nineteen. Number eighteen, ants. <sighs> you can ants, go. Okay. You lead this. I yeah, I rewatched ants in preparation for this episode. Um, I don't know. Ants is just a really—it's a weird movie. Uh, I—I I don't know how I feel about it. I know I didn't not like it, but I didn't like it. Um, but it—it's weird because it's not. It—it it gets a lot of comparison. Like people compare it a lot to Bugs Life, but it's a completely different movie than Bugs Life. Um, Bugs Life is basically just Seven Samurai, but with insects. Ants is like almost like a social commentary on like. It's like it's an existential investigation, or uh, it's it's an existential uh, kind of analogy for like us, I guess. I don't I don't know. It's um, it's about like conformity, and it's about um, you know like uh, purpose. You you got the main ant guy who's voiced by Woody Allen, kind of weird, but yeah, it's just a very weird movie. Um, I'm kind of ambivalent to it, but I don't think it's bad. Like I think. It's it kind of holds its own, I'd say, against a bug's life. Like it's very different than a bug's life, but yeah, it's just it's just weird. That's all I can say about it. It's a very weird, and the animation's also really grotesque. Um, the animation, like the the character design for the the ants themselves, is not like visually satisfying at all. Like they look like he looks like ET, I think. Yeah. I, I, it's been a while since I've seen this. It's probably a long time ago, but I literally don't. I put off watching it just on sheer like look. Like it just they just make me so uncomfortable. I just don't like the way the movie looks. And it, 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 I don't know. It's just it's a it's a very grotesque. Like the color palette is just a bunch of like browns. Uh, the 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 design of the ants is just very. Uh, I don't know. It's disturbing, but uh. Yeah, I don't know. I, overall, though, I don't think it's bad. Like, I actually, I think it's a interesting movie because it's, you know, like he goes through war and he like experiences like the horrors of war, and then he gets like banished from the. He starts no, he leads a social. That's what it is. So like, basically, the point of the movie is that he's like born into like the worker ant uh, colony, and there's like the soldier ants and everything, and then when he leaves, he sparks like a social revolution. And, like, the worker ants, like, find out that they own... Like, a literal line from the movie is that one of the ants says, like, we own the means of production or something like that. 
or like the workers own the means of production. So then this they is like communist propaganda is what you're telling. Me. Yeah, this is this is no. It it feels like remember that book we read in ninth grade called Anthem. Um, yeah, it's basically just about like individualism over collectivism. So it's a, it's a philosophical movie actually, and it, it's it's about like um, I don't know. Maybe it's against socialism. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to say the least. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think yeah, that's the, that's enough on ants. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> okay. Number seventeen, we've got over the hedge, which I think has become an inside joke between Campbell and I, um, over the past couple of years. Would you care to explain why, Campbell? I don't know. It's just everything about over the hedge is just I I can't I don't know. I don't know why it exists, but it's it's watchable. Um, yeah, I don't. It, it, the, <clears throat> honestly, if if it wasn't a personal, if it wasn't an inside joke between us, it would be much like lower down on the list. But something about yeah. it just is just hilarious. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the bear, the bear. The, you know, the funniest thing about some of these movies is the casts. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Steve Carell like, as like the squirrel thing, and then Bruce Willis is the raccoon. I mean, how could you have how how much money did they pay Bruce Willis to do this movie? And I remember always seeing that like whenever I watched a DreamWorks movie like on DVD, the like the trailer for this one would always come up with Steve Carell like ta- like promoting the movie, and it shows like he's like I don't know Gary Shandling just... <sighs> from Iron Man. The, uh, what do you call him? He's the, like, politician guy. And there's the exterminator. Yeah, who's the exterminator? I don't know. Um. Oh my god, this cast. <laughs> the cast for all these movies Catherine are, like, really O'Hara good. O'Hara and Eugene Levy are in this. Oh. They're both in Shit's Creek. This is awful. Thomas yeah. Hayden Church. Okay, this is really... William Shatner, I forgot he was in this. Yeah, the only reason this is up here is because it's just a hilarious, like, it's an inside joke, but... It's hilariously awful. Yeah, it's like, it's... The... Yeah, you, you summed it up. All Watch right. Over the Hedge if you haven't watched it, because... Yes. You'll, you'll have a good time. This is, this is the one that you put on at a, at a party, and everyone will... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Over the Hedge is... Honestly, this could go in great, just because of how... Uh... Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves there. Um, number 16... Chicken Run. Samantha, I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't seen this one. Samantha, I did this for you. I I couldn't get it up any higher than that, but I six. No, we put it at number sixteen. Um, Samantha, I was not planning on putting this up as high as it was. We weren't even going to plan on including this or Wallace and Gromit, but Samantha said that she really liked this one and she had a very good um relationship with it as like in terms of like nostalgia. So I decided I'd put it up a decent um amount and i've seen it but it's been a long time from what i remember it's basically like just the holocaust with chickens huh did i say that i think you did tell me that i haven't seen it i don't literally like concentration like they're trying to escape a like a camp are are they like cats or something are the cats bad or no cats i don't remember i i haven't seen this no there's like give me a second i'm taking a sip of water Oh dang, they are. It's having been 
Oh dang, they are. It, they're on a British chicken farm, so it's basically like they're they're being held in like a camp. Exactly. And they're like leading an escape. Yeah, and they like they, oh, that's what it was. I remember they they, they like fly away, and there's this really weird looking like uh farmer lady, and then like she's got like two like henchmen something or other like that. It's just really weird, and like it's so blatantly like it literally it literally. Yeah, I don't mean to be insensitive, but it's literally like 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 um the Holocaust. Like they're like in a camp and they have to escape, and then they show people like getting like they line them up. Okay, honestly, it, it, they, you could argue that this movie's in poor taste. Like literally, like it, yeah, like they line huh. them up and they take some of them away and like kill them, and they make them do. I think there is literally parts where they make them do work or stuff like that. Okay, I'm looking. Okay, I'm looking up like reviews of it now, and I think it's more so supposed to be kind of like a uh, criticism of like capitalism, um, and kind of like how animals are treated. But I don't know. I definitely you, think it could come across as being in poor taste. Yeah, you could. Yeah, th- with the Holocaust, like, yeah. Okay. Okay, so now I feel bad for kind of putting that up there, but obviously it's not. So that's just a parallel, and obviously it was not intentional. Yeah. Um, and I, but I put it up here cause I think it's a lot, I think a lot of people have that, a similar relationship with that to that as some of the other movies that we've been talking about, like over the hedge and all that kind of stuff. So I put it up, um, where it is for that reason. Um, so yeah. Moving Next on up. at 15 shark tail. Okay, shark tail. Go ahead. Yeah. Again, I think this is another one that I have a personal connection to because I like watch it on repeat. Um, and it's, I think it's, it's, it's funny enough, I guess. Um, you know, you got Martin Scorsese as the pufferfish, um, Jack Black, Will Smith as the the main. What's his name? Oscar, right? Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, you got Will Smith. Uh, I don't know. It's it's enjoyable enough. I I the. I don't really have much else to say. Like I, I remember liking it. Um, take in, in instances. You there? Oh, the car wash. He, yeah, he works at the car wash too. I remember the car wash scene. Um, the jellyfish. You know, you got the jellyfish. Oh guys. yeah. Yeah, they're funny. Robert De Niro's in this too. Isn't it kind of like like a gangster movie, but it's yeah, like yeah, it's like a it's like a trope. The big a big thing is the sharks are basically like it's like an Italian, yeah. Movie. But there's like the Robert De Niro one that like doesn't eat fish. Uh no 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 that's that's Jack Black's character. Oh yeah yeah. So and Robert De Niro plays Don Edward Lino, who is Jack Don Black's Lino. like uh, dad. Yeah, and there's like oh, a yeah. lot of people. It's like a play on, um, like, uh, I guess something like The Sopranos or um, like a Martin Scorsese a movie, good, a good like fella. a Martin Scorsese. I guess that's why he's in it because yeah. and Robert De Niro too. Yeah, so it's it's basically just like a Martin Scorsese gangster movie, but set it's DreamWorks and it's set in the ocean. Yeah, like like good. There's definitely parallels with Goodfellas because. You got Martin Scorsese in it, and then you've got um, Robert De Niro's in it as well, and then you've got the Italian, like mob kind of thing. Um, so I guess it has a, a kind of like a funny premise. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember they they bet on seahorse racing. I remember yes. that scene. Uh, yeah. There's Shark Tale. 
Number 14, we have Mr. Peabody and Sherman, which I actually really enjoyed. I thought it was, because like, we watched it at the end of uh, AP World History. I think our teacher put it on for us. And it was, it was funny and kind of, uh, it was cool to see the different uh, historical references and jokes but did, and was stuff. Was that the first time you'd seen that? No, I think I saw it once before, but I can't remember where I, where I watched it, but okay. maybe, maybe I watched I've it. I've seen it plenty of times before that. I think that was the second time. I think I saw it like with my cousins or something, but um, yeah. Okay. I think if I remember correctly, that was on some sort of streaming service. It might have been on Netflix for a while, so I think that was another one that my brother and sister and I watched a lot. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it was pretty... Uh, it was. It was pretty enjoyable, and I think it's got a lot. It's got some decent. Um, I think, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it's just, it's just pretty well put together, and um, it's got a nice plot. I think because it, obviously it's based off the, sh- you know, it's based off the show, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, I like how I they think... go to like they go, uh, they see like Leonardo da Vinci. And then they, um, well, so they go to like the the Reign of Terror. Um, yeah. They go to uh, Egypt. Yeah, it was it was pretty uh, funny, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm now that I'm thinking about it, I think a lot of these could be moved around. Yeah. Again, this is a very arbitrary ranking. Like we're just trying to. This is a very like general consensus of what our thoughts on these movies are. Yeah. I mean, I'm now that I'm thinking about it, like. Even though Miss, well, I'll talk about it because I think the next two also could get moved down a little bit more. But I'll, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about them, and then I can we can maybe make some adjustments just for the sake of just getting. Because I want to, I want I have some things I want to say, so I'll just do these next two like at the same exact time. Sure. So you can introduce them. So number thirteen, we got Turbo, and number twelve, we've got Home. Um, before you start throwing a fit, I've reconsidered my placement of the Turbo, Home, and Mister Peabody and Sherman. Um, before I start talking about all of them, I think Mr. Peabody and Sherman can definitely get bumped down a little bit after we talked about um some of the other movies. I mean, do you? What do you think? Um, I enjoyed it. I think it. Was, I I didn't think it was a bad movie. Like I thought it was a pretty good movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like we talked. I I, I think we talked a lot about Shrek the Third and Monsters vs. Aliens and. Just I I don't know I just feel like sure we can move on it's up to you I I uh they're all in the same general it's just difficult because they're different like they're completely all completely different movies so I, I like them I like them and dislike them I like some of them I like for the reasons that I dislike the other ones like Over the Hedge is like a, a bad movie but like I I don't yeah. know I just like it better than all the other movies we talked anyway. About. Back to the main, back to the two that I was just talking about. So number thirteen, we have Turbo, which overall has pretty poor reviews on um, our Letterbox. So any again, if you don't if you don't have the app Letterbox, it's like a movie ranking thing. You can make lists and stuff like that. You can find it on the App Store. You can follow us. That's in our. Um, if you follow us on Instagram at the Real Real Geeks, we have our real, um, yeah. we have our Letterbox accounts in the description but anyway on letterbox it's got pretty poor reviews um i thought it was campbell hadn't seen turbo or home um turbo i felt was pretty cool um it's got a it's definitely a like a a unique 
concept. Um, it's pretty funny. I think it's got a decent cast. Um, but with that said, even though it's in at number 13 right now, I definitely think it could maybe get put down closer to where Ants is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. I haven't seen either, so I don't have an opinion yeah. on either. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm thinking Turbo might get moved down closer to 18 or 19 rather than um, yeah, yeah. 13. Home, um, you've got Rihanna and um, the guy from Big Bang Theory, who are the two main guys, I mean, two main characters. And it's basically like her planet gets invaded by like aliens and she, her mom gets taken and he's one of the aliens. And at first that she, she's like really mad at him because her, the aliens took her mom, but it turns out that he's like kind of been shunned from there society um, as well so they kind of have that connection bond over being like kind of outsiders on things yeah um so then they have to try and make their way to like the the almost like the mothership kind of thing um it's definitely it's not cheap i don't i didn't find it cheesy i didn't find it like like it has a lot of heart there's like with rihanna being the main character there's a lot of like um, original songs. Um, oh, is uh, is like a musical almost? Like, do they sing? There, there's some singing. There's a couple songs. It's not a. I wouldn't. I don't know. I can't remember if it's necessarily like a musical, but there's definitely a, a decent amount of singing in it. Um, huh. But it is. It's pretty. It's 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 good. It's got heart. It, it's definitely very Disney esque. Yeah. I okay. I, I see that. I see that. Yeah. So I, I'm willing to say that home could maybe stay where it is, but I think Turbo could get bumped down a little bit. But again, it sure. is very difficult. Because, um, I don't know, it's just hard to compare something like Chicken Run and Turbo. They couldn't be any more more different. Um, yeah. They have to do with animals. But, I mean, yeah. a lot of these do. So, I don't know. Those are... The, the, before you get all bent out of... Some of you may get bent out of shape by the fact that Turbo and Home are above some of these other ones. It, again... It, it's kind. Of, it's kind of just in this area. It's in the teens, somewhere. Um, but yeah. Now that now that you mentioned, it, I think every single one of these movies has like some sort of animal or talking animal in it. Uh, El Dorado does not have a. T- oh. Talking. Well, at least animal. all the newer ones. They all have like Friends some of sort Egypt of. Egypt doesn't have a talking animal. Um. Yeah, but you know, like Wallace and Gromit, you got the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the dog actually got... doesn't talk. That's true. Well, I mean, you have an animal. He's an animal still, though. A personified, like... Yeah. Yeah, Shark yeah. Tale, Mr. Peabody Sherman, Turp. Like, they're all... That's true, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um... So... Okay, so yeah, that that's our adjustment that we've made to our list. I think we're moving Turbo down a little, but we're keeping home where it is. Yeah, I think home... It's definitely a hot take, and I, I, I think home is... I think it got a lot of attention when it came out and then it it fell off really quickly. But I, looking back, even though it's been a while since I've seen it, it's definitely it's a good movie. And it's got a lot of heart. And, I, and it's and you can tell um, there was a lot of effort put into like the emotional aspect of the whole thing. And like re- it really made it they really made it like a family family movie without making it like inappropriately funny or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I see that. So I'll have to check it out, I guess. Yes, that's a good. That's another good one. I I, I recommend. So, 
Now, the last one before we get into top ten, um, top 10 is number 11, Kung Fu Panda 2. This is another one, for some reason, this is like the second Kung Fu Panda is the one that I've seen the most. Um, but yeah, I think it's interesting. Like, it explores um, Poe, his, his like backstory. Um, and it like, I guess it's, he's connected, his backstory is connected to the main villain, which is like the peacock guy. Um, but yeah, I think, I think overall the Kung Fu Panda movies are pretty solid. Like they're definitely yeah, like, I th- like, I think it... there. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Kung Fu Panda movies, um, like are probably the most consistent maybe. Or yeah. one of the most consistent uh, like franchises or yeah I guess series that that um, DreamWorks has had, um, especially the yeah I think overall each of the movies are very like they're pretty solid yeah but the second one's the one I've seen the most and I I remember enjoying it I thought it was yeah interesting how they kind of like explored his backstory and stuff yeah so speaking of backstory um, number ten we've got Kung Fu Panda three which. These two are very close. I, I I don't. Campbell hasn't seen the third one. Um, the third one goes more dives in more with his backstory. Talks more about like he meets his dad, um, his real dad, and there's definitely good and bad things about. But I mean, obviously every movie has good and bad things. But there's they go back and forth on a lot of different things in terms of like, Oh, well this one's got this. Well, this one's got this. So it's, it's hard to, this is definitely interchangeable. Um, yeah, I think the third one overall, it gets a little, um, I I think when it, it, it has a common thing that happens with a lot of sequels is it's kind of riding on, um, the other ones. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of got, like, um, it's riding on, like, your nostalgia for the other ones and, like, just the pre-existing um, yeah. conditions of the characters. So that's, like, a negative over the second one, but, like, the third one's definitely, I think the third one's definitely got a stronger plot and and, and is put together a little bit better. So that's kind of hmm. why I put it above the second one. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, so number nine... How to Train Your Dragon 2. And this is one that Connor rewatched in preparation for this episode. Yes. So, How to Train Your Dragon 2. That was the... I watched that one just last night. So, it's the most recent movie out of this. all these movies that I've seen. And I'm, I, I wanted to mention this in this episode. It's real, It's got a lot of parallels to Empire Strikes Back. Um, And this one, Hiccup kind of like... Uh, he finds his like mother... Yeah, and she's kind of like a mentor figure to him. Yeah, right? kind of like a mentor mentor figure like Yoda. And um and there's also a time jump where he's kind of like um and he's continuing, I guess you could say like training, I guess. And he's yeah. and his mother's teaching him about the dragons and he leaves his friends who do their own other thing fighting like the main villain, but they get captured just like in Empire Strikes Back. Mm. And he kind of has to leave her um, just like in Empire Strikes Back, the main character has to leave like that mentor figure somewhat early to go off and like help the friends. Um, and at this point, it kind of gets a little convoluted. Um, 
But there's Isn't definitely... there like a, like a cave of dragons and there's like the big one? Like there's like a cave of a bunch of dragons. I remember that. Yes. Yeah, so the mother... So after Hiccup got... Um, after Hiccup was born, when he was a baby, a dragon came in and... Um, and for years, Hiccup's mom was like trying to preach about like being like working with the dragons and all that kind of stuff. And nobody wanted to hear it. And um, Hiccup's dad also was like kind of against it, too. So one time, like a dragon went into their house and was like they she thought he was going to attack Hip- Hiccup. But he was like the dragon was playing with Hiccup as a baby. And yeah. that kind of proved to her that like there was some humanity in the dragons. But then. um. Hagrid comes in, Hagrid. and yeah. Wait, the his character's dad. name is ha- his name's Hagrid. Yeah. Dang. So he his dad comes in, and um, he like gets mad because obviously he just thinks the dragons are killers, and she like gets to, and what happens is she he scares the dragon, and the dragon likes her, but he takes her because like, uh, he feels that she's like. She'd be safer with the dragons, kind of thing. Yeah. So the dragon takes her away, and he she decides to not go back. Um, and she ends up living with like the dragons and everything. Gotcha. So, um, and then uh, and there's that reuniting thing. Um, I'm not gonna spoil anything else, but um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's a solid sequel. It, it was. It's got a lot of heart. I I think it's the. Villain's okay. He's he's a, he's, I mean, he was kind of cool, I guess. Um, it's got some great moments. I think this. I think the storyline on how Trainer Dragon is like. Um, I think with with the shows, if you add the shows to it, and the specials and everything, it's very, a very rich plot. Yeah, I think that this is like with the How to Train Your Dragon movies. I think, um, uh. I think they're the most solid, uh, I guess, original. I think they're going a lot for like the, the actual storytelling, and they're kind of like the richest um, in terms of storytelling of like the DreamWorks movies. I think they're overall like the best uh, or the most well made. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely agree. So yeah, I, it's a solid sequel. Not as not better than the first, obviously, because you would have known that. Um, but yeah, no, I th- I definitely I I enjoyed this one. It's a it's a good good one. All right, so number eight. This is a movie that I have the strongest out of all of them. This I have the strongest personal connection <laughs> to this one, and I think it, this is the underrated masterpiece of the DreamWorks movies. Um, that being flushed away, flushed away. Everything about it is perfect. Um, <sighs> you got. Hugh Jackman is Roddy, the rat. Um, he gets flushed down a toilet and he like finds this like rat city, and he goes on adventures with uh, the the girl rat, and they like uh, run into a bunch of frogs. But yeah, this is this is a classic. Um, yeah, very much so a classic in the Ma household at least. Uh, yeah, not not here. <laughs> I, I, okay, one I didn't watch this that much when I was little. Two. <laughs> Those freaking slugs get on my nerves. Oh, the slugs! I forgot about the, the um, slugs. Are so good. I I don't like the blatant. The slugs are basically just minions. Actually, like, did they're... this come out after Ratatouille? This came out after. Did this come out after Ratatouille? Uh, blushed. I don't know. Hold on. Ratatouille blushed. was two thousand seven. 
This came out in 2006. It came out before Ratatouille. I think it's safe to say that Ratatouille ripped off. Okay, away. okay. <laughs> we're not gonna go. We're not gonna do this right now. I'd almost argue that I, I like Flushed Away better than Ratatouille. I'm sorry. I think Flushed Away is a better movie than Ratatouille. I'm sorry, guys, but I, it seems <laughs> that Campbell and I have come to an impasse in our relationship that just cannot be um, forgiven. Um, we're it's gonna just... have to take a break from. Please stop. To- please stop talking. I'm going to finish the rest of this episode by myself because you've just spoke those blasphemous... Oh my god. You have the iconic opening scene where he's dancing Stop. to that song and he's like driving around the house. Oh, you know what and I hate like, too? Is why, he, are they in, why make it based in London? Like, what is the <laughs> point? <laughs> it's funny. They all have British accents. But no, you have that amazing uh, opening scene where he's like changing the different outfits and he he puts on a wolverine outfit at one point because he's hugh jackman <laughs> and then he like uh he goes around and then i forget like the this is a know. fat rat that lives in his yeah there's a fat one that's like eating the, the cheetos and then uh <sighs> no he gets no, he gets like a hot dog like he gets like a hot dog and starts eating a hot Doesn't dog he, eat the whole hot dog at the yeah, same time? he like gulps it down <laughs> wait wait <laughs> And then, yeah, so he gets... Okay, we're going to go into in-depth analysis of Flushed Away because it's that good. Please. So, oh yeah, a big, a big plot point because it's set in London. It's like the World Cup. So it's like it, they're, um, you know, they're all watching the, the game or like uh, yeah. you know, some World Cup final game or whatever. And then he gets flushed down the toilet. Um, and then he meets Rita, who's the girl rat. And then they go on a boat. And then there's the whole thing with the frogs. Um, yeah. There's some Ruby, the Ruby. I remember that. The big, the, the two like uh, rat henchmen. Yeah, they're funny too. I like them. There's the white rat, and there's like the little one. Uh, and there's the French. <laughs> you remember the French? Remember the French frog that like helps them at the end? Yeah. Oh, his name. His name is La Frog. Okay, number number seven. No, no. Um, <laughs> If you haven't seen Flushed Away, I I highly recommend it. I think it's an excellent. I think it's an excellent movie. The only reason it's up as high as it is is because of Campbell. Yeah. I don't. I. It's not awful, but it's. I I find it annoying. I think you'll and either like love it or you hate it. A, yeah, no, I, I just don't <laughs> like it. I don't like this movie. But all right, N- number seven, Madagascar. I think this speaks for itself. This is definitely a classic in terms of the, um, what do you call it? The um, I have the DreamWorks, DreamWorks movies. I think it's it's a pretty iconic DreamWorks movie. I think definitely, and I mean you've got I like the characters. I think um, what's his name is uh, I'm I'm blanking on names uh, you got King Julian Ben Stiller as Alex, Chris Rock as Marty. Like I think I, I it's it's just. It's just fun. I think there's a lot of um, funny moments with a lot, just like a lot of the movies. It's got a, it's got a nice, um, like, concept. Like, it's got a cool, like, the animals escaping the zoo kind of thing. Yeah, from New York. Um, and I think, what's that, uh, what's the Disney, Into the Wild? You mean wait into the wild? What? Not into the wild. What's the name? Into of Into the uh, woods. Into the woods. No, no, no. Wild. I think it might just be called wild. 
gosh, what's the? It's the counter. It's the Disney counterpart of Madagascar. Oh, they made a count. They made like a. It's like the same. It's like a rip, like a blatant rip, rip off. I can't remember what it's called. Um. Oh wait, hold on. I I found it. It's called The Wild. The Wild, yes. Dang. What what year did that come out? Yeah, the uh, year two thousand six. Dang, I expect better from Disney. This yeah, looks awful. Saying, like, this legitimately really looks bad. like really bad. This looks like. This looks very very bad. It is. It's really bad. <laughs> And I think that that's that's a very important thing to note is that you've got at this point, I mean, this is one of the not few. And I think a lot of times um, Disney gets a lot more credit than DreamWorks for some things, especially with their movies and everything. But I think this is an instance where, like, when you've got the two counterparts, usually DreamWorks is the one that's got like the The rip off, the rip off. But Madagascar is definitely like, I mean, Disney tried to do it and they just couldn't match the same. Yeah. Um match the same quality of the movie that Madagascar was. Um Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, just solid movie, great, great uh which and I think you may have picked up on the fact that the second one has not popped up. Uh oh, yeah. so we'll we'll uh don't get don't get too uh, um thrown away by that, but we'll we'll uh we'll discuss. Number six meme movie aka yes. the b movie according to all known laws of aviation there's no way that a b sh- i mean literally people would get this the, the script of this tattooed i think the b movie it's probably on like know your meme or something like this oh, yeah. is oh yeah it, yeah this is definitely on know your meme the b movie this is a, a cultural touchstone um it's a i don't know it's like a pop culture icon Oh yeah, definitely. Like I feel like it, it's it's great for all the world. the wrong reasons. <laughs> it's so, I mean, and the plot is so weird. Like, why would a human and a bee have like, yeah and a I relationship? Never, I never had this. I never thought about this when I was younger. Like, I didn't think of it. Think of it, but like they literally have like an intimate relationship. Like she he she basically breaks up with her boyfriend for a bee. Mm. They go to, like, the Rose Bowl. Isn't that, like, a... I remember that. Something about the <laughs> yes, roses. Yes. Um. And, like, some of the deliveries from, um... The, um... From Jerry Seinfeld on some of these lines are so funny. Um, I, like, remember the part where he's in the, uh... This whole movie's an inside joke in my family. Like, do you remember I think the part... It, I think it's an inside joke for, like, everyone. Like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like, you know... Remember the part where, um... Yellow black, yellow black, yellow no, black, no, yellow no, no. black. Hunts, he's like um, following that dude that works at the grocery store because he's trying to figure out where the honey comes from. And then um, they end up like fighting. Like he, the guy pulls off like a two, like a attack off the corkboard, and they're like dueling. Like and with like the oh, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! And then he's like, "Where's where's the honey coming from?" It comes from Honey Farms, and he he chases the bus. Uh, I'm not the bus, the truck. And then there's the part with um, B. Larry King. No, Sting. <laughs> oh God, I'm a bit strong, Sting. Or should I say, Mr. Gordon M. Sting? 
That's not his real name, you idiot. <laughs> oh, and what's the when he gets stung? When the guy gets the the fat guy gets stung by yeah. me. <laughs> what's he say? He's like, "Oh, Lordy, I'm hit." <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> yeah, this, this is. I don't know. This is like. God, it's. I don't. It's so great. Yeah, I think this is like the perfect example of like. I don't know a movie being like so good because it's like so bad, but. Oh, and remember, yeah. I was thinking about this earlier because like, um. Oh yeah, we remember- had the graduation. And this, they play that song, and the first yeah. time, before, the first thing that came to mind to me was the graduation from the B movie. Actually, no. The first thing that comes to my mind when I hear that song is from Robots, where he gets. We got to talk about no. Robots in another episode. But no. when he graduates and they they throw all the hats in the air, and they have that scene where like they have yeah. the. Yes, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Uh, anyway, but like remember the part where they're graduating at the beginning, him and his friend, and he's yeah. like, "Greetings." Hive City graduating class of 915. And that concludes our graduation ceremonies. <laughs> no, Matthew Broderick is his friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Barry, oh. I told you, stop flying in the house. Why is, why is yogurt nice? <laughs> and then when we, when we played tennis and we opened that ball, of te- that can of tennis, ball, oh, no. the first thing that came the, to mind the boyfriend. The boyfriend? And he's like, yeah. You better start backing up, honey, because I can't <laughs> about to eat it. Uh, I can't. Okay, this is getting way too out of hand. We need to go to the next one. Okay. Anyway, B movie number six. Gosh, it should be a yeah, the scene at the end where like they all go and they pollinate everything. Here comes the sun. sun. Dude, that movie, that song has been. That is the only thing I think about when I hear that song too. Um. Anyway. Top five. Here we go. You've been waiting all this time for it. Here they are. Yes. Number five. We've got Madagascar 2. There's our hot take. Yeah, we take think care. the second one is better than the first one. Um, I think Connor said that. I think, or at least we feel like they perfected. They they had it. They kind of had an idea of what they were going for in terms of humor in the first one. And I think they kind of perfected that in the second one. Or we both think that, right? Campbell, yeah. And Campbell rewatched this is the one that Campbell watched for it was the first time watching it. He watched it for this um episode. And what what was so what were your like thoughts after watching um, it? Um Yeah, I think the the storyline was it was kind of it was cliché, but it was it was interesting enough. But I think the humor, like the humor is the main part. Um you got the penguins obviously, they're funny. The chimps the chimps are uh, the the most underrated characters of the Madagascar franchise. They're actually hilarious. And, and you know the part where he's... <laughs> you know the part where, where the penguins and the chimps are talking to each other because they're trying to fix the plane, and then they pull out... The, the chimps pull out the photos. Yeah, he's like, we got it. Kissing the... Kissing yeah, the, the doll. The doll. Yeah. <laughs> They like basically blackmail him. <laughs> they're so funny. And then and they, there's one British chip too. that really speaks in like uh like hand movements. Yeah. And the other and one the has other a British chip, accent. They're playing like are they playing like chess in one part? Yeah, on the plane. <sighs> oh my and god. And the one wants maternity leave. 
<laughs> it's like you're mailching. I don't know. And then Alex, there's that one part where Alex is talking to Kowalski, and he's like, after they crash, he's like, when, when, I don't remember the line, but he's like, when, he's asking him when they'll be done. Six to nine days. Like, or no, six to nine years. No, six to nine months. And he's like, 69 months? No, six to nine months. Yeah. Huh, there's you- also see, Moto Moto. We can forget about Moto Moto. We can't forget about him. Oh my god, Moto Moto. I mean, one of the b- biggest memes a couple years ago. I mean, huge. I mean, the kids were posting pictures of him like across the school. Like, huge, him up on no the pun wall. intended. Moto Moto is very huge. Hey, let's, we don't fat shame here on. He's just very, he's very big. He's just, uh, he's healthy. He's very healthy. He's big boned. And then you got, um, Let's see, you got his ba- the Who's- backstory with uh, Alex and his dad, which was yes. kind of, eh. Yeah, I, I think guess, the weakest part of this is, like, the plot. But, like, the humor, like, the actual humor is funny. Yes, it's very funny. Like, that's why it's up on, this, up on the list where it is. It's very funny. And then oh, the, the grandma. The, oh, my God, the grandma is... <laughs> she has a whole character arc. <laughs> I know. And she, t- they, she saves the people on the on the on the thing it's the, i don't remember that there's a part where she's like we're new yorkers and she and there's she like, holds up the like the torch and it's like the statue of liberty yes, yes. like i love that there's like that just that arc of just her yeah and she like because i think doesn't she only have like one scene in the first movie where she like beats up the uh, alex yes because they're in the 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 terminal in Grand Central Station, yeah. Yeah, because I know in the second one, there's a part where they lock Alex and her lock eyes. Yeah. And she's like, um, oh, there's that. And then he, she's like, you've been a bad kitty. And then yeah. like, he beats him with his purse. Yeah. And then um, yeah, and they give the um, they give the, the bad tiger or the bad lion her handbag. And then she like comes and beats him up or something <laughs> like that. Did you see that? Did I send you that meme? Of the of the wait, I think it's more relevant now. Um, let me find it. I sent it to Samantha. I don't remember if I sent it to you. I know this one's going over, guys. I'm so sorry, but it's just a lot. To... It's also like midnight, so we're kind yes. of delirious at this we point. Really delirious at this point. So <laughs> it'll be more enjoyable for everyone involved. Anyway, you can look at that meme when I reintroduce. Yeah, it. Madagascar Two we thought is quite funny. Very funny. Number four, okay. um, Kung Fu Panda. Oh, gosh. This one, again, it's just a childhood classic for me. I've watched it so many times. Um, an inside joke between me, my really just between me and my dad is like the intro to the movie where he's like, Legend tells of a legendary yeah. warrior whose Kung Fu skills were the stuff of the legend. Like, it's got, it's got so much like Jack Black in it. Like, he's like, Yeah. It's got his humor, like even from his like adult, like he, he's got the same humor in all his movies. I like uh, Jack Black a lot, actually. Yeah, he's really... five nights, five nights at Freddy's. Okay, nope. <laughs> Jack uh, Black's kind of gone downhill, but uh... he's still he's got great movies, and I think yeah, he's, he's a cool dude, and I think he. Yeah, you got the, the um, yeah, you got Tigers, you got the monkey. Is the monkey Jackie Chan? Yes. You got the. Who else? The the crane, who's voiced by uh, what's his name? Um, D- D- Cross, Daniel Cross, right? David Cross, right? David Cross. Yeah, Master Uguay. Uh, uh there, uh, isn't that isn't that the um, there are no accidents? Isn't that in this? Yeah. 
Remember the meme? This the is, past this is, is wasn't like the past is like oh yeah, the past is the history. Past, the future is a mystery, and the present is a gift you give yourself. That's why it's called the no, present. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something, something stupid like that. Yeah, the past. No, the pre- the past is a mystery. The f- um, no, the past is history. The future is a mystery, and the present um is a gift or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got Master Shifu. Oh, and Hans Zimmer on the score. Oh yeah, the score is actually quite good. Yes. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, They're just a good, the good solid movie. Really funny. It's got great moments. The Wuxi finger hold is just an iconic. Like that is like an inside joke with my family too. Skadoosh. Um, Also, um, his dad. Oh yeah. His dad's Uh, funny. Yes, his adopted dad. Yes, the goose guy. Or is um, he a duck? I think he's a goose. Yeah, he's funny. But yeah. Okay, so here we go. Top three movies. Number three, we've got How to Train Your Dragon, which I also rewatched a couple days ago. It's just a all-around movie. It's not. It's not trying to be unnecessarily funny it's not trying i mean i mean it's not trying to go over the board over the over the top with the humor it's not trying to be inappropriate it's not trying to be like too heavy like it's got i think all around it it is all around um yeah i agree with you it's like because obviously like and you know you know the, the the next two at this point but yeah it's yeah it feels very much like it could be it's like pixar quality like it's very oh yeah the plot's good. I, I think it's got a great. I, I, the characters have good arcs. I like. Um, the world building's also a cool aspect of the the movies. I think they're based on books. I read the books when I was in elementary school. Yes. Um. Yeah, I did read the books too. I, I think it, 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 I did. I talked to. I talked about the lore when we were talking about how to train your dragon too. But um, it's got just got a strong plot. Um. Stoic. I'm sorry. That's the name. Did I say? I don't remember what I called his dad's name. Agreed. I was like, what? I didn't know if like they named it on purpose. No, just I didn't like... mean to say that. I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say Stoic. Okay. I'm yeah. so tired. <laughs> We're delirious. It's um, midnight. <laughs> stoic. I was getting. I was getting Astrid, who's his girlfriend, and oh I was, yeah, I was getting it mixed up. Yeah, I was stoic. like Hagrid from Harry Potter. I was like, what? <laughs> Why did you correct me? I know that's not his name. Oh, because I didn't know that. that I thought. They just no, named it that, like, no, okay. no, 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 yeah, okay. yeah. I'm so sorry, guys. Gosh, I should. <laughs> guys have probably been yelling at me since I said that. Um, Hagrid. That's also he looks a, like Hagrid, though. He's it's a big, a big guy with a big mythological guy with a beard. Like, I mean, I feel like, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just a good, and then I've watched, and I also sat on and watched the show a couple episodes of the like the shows, mm-hmm. and um. And they seem that's definitely strong as well. I mean, it's got a ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's 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 a solid, um, very very good movie actually. Yes, definitely. I really liked it. I mean, the theme is great. I uh, really good. Really. Honestly, great. I want to rewatch it actually. Like, yeah, I kind of want to go out of my way and rewatch it because I haven't. Yeah, that one's on Prime. The second one's on Netflix. I think I have it on DVD actually. That's cool. Nice. So yes, if you if you have any skills with process of an of elimination, you already know our top two. Um, you might not know which one's number one though. 
Yes. So take a guess right now before we reveal which which one do you, which ones do you think? Okay. Now your favorite guesses. Number two, we have Shrek. Not the second one, but the first I mean, one. Not, the, not yes, but the first one. Honestly, personally for me, they, they're tied. But I think just for the purpose of this episode, we're we're gonna make it a little more interesting. So Shrek. I, um. I don't know. There, what what else is what is there to say about it that hasn't say, already been it's said? Got a, it's got a it's got a similar um, thing kind of with our with between Madagascar and Madagascar two. I think I think the humor got stronger in Shrek two, but Shrek obviously has its moments. I think plot wise, Shrek two is stronger. Yeah, I think I don't know. I I, I like both equally. Um, yeah, I like, they're very close. But I think overall Shrek Two is just um, a, t- a smidge better, just t- a, like just a tiny bit. But they're base almost tied for number one. I think Shrek Two is like the perfect sequel, though. Like it, it oh, yes. it's does like exactly what a sequel needs to do. Yeah, it's the Empire Strikes Back of the Shrek trilogy, no doubt about it. Yeah, I, I I don't know. It's just it's it's not as big of a margin between Madagascar Two and Madagascar, but I th- I think Shrek. Shrek one and Shrek two are very close, tied for number one, in my opinion. But Shrek two, if I had to choose one, Shrek two's got a bit of an edge on it. I, we just watched it a couple weeks ago in class. After and every and the thing is, like everyone found it funny though. Like even though yes. obviously it's a kids' movie, like we all were laughing in class. So like I think the, it's a testament to to show yes. how like how well I guess the humor has still aged, and then just um like how it's like it's truly really like a family film. Like anyone can enjoy either the Shrek movies, you know. Definitely. Oh, gosh. So we did it. 33 wait, wait. movies. You also mentioned how Shrek 2 is kind of like... Oh, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So we were, I was watching, we were watching Shrek 2. It had been a while since I'd seen the second one. And um, we were watching it in class, and I was like, wait a, wait a second. This is kind of, it, it kind of seems like... I haven't seen Get Out, but I know the premise. Um, yeah. But you've got, like... You've seen the movie... You're breaking out. Yeah, what was the last thing you heard? Just like the the overall premise. Oh, okay. You know you, uh, the um you've seen Get Out, right? Yeah. So I think you do a better job explaining it because I actually haven't seen Get Out. I just was the one that pointed out like the whole thing, like. So it's him, like so in Get Out. It's it's obviously it's like a racial commentary, but it's with him, and he's getting married to uh, this white girl, and then he goes to meet her family, and it's important that they're like that he's black and they're white. Um, because they obviously like, they kind of act all like cheery with him, like they're friendly with him at first. But then it's kind of clear. I don't want to spoil it, but um, it's clear that he they kind of have sinister motives. So uh, with Shrek two, it's also like because he's he's an ogre, and they're like the royal family or whatever. So there's like conflict between them, and then they kind of um, the king and queen also kind of, or at least the king, uh, kind of does some shady stuff as well. So there's kind of a a similarity between the two, and then. Um, you know, in Shrek Two, he he becomes uh, he takes like the potion, becomes like a different person, and there's also kind of something similar, uh, or at least with like the idea or the um, in the plot of Get Out. I I don't want to spoil it because it's a really good movie, but I'd like to see it. But yeah, yeah, I don't want to spoil it. But there's similarities. I noticed that it was like it it kind of it seemed like a racial commentary at times. Yeah. Also, like 
there's the, the funniest that we we you pointed this out in class but the scene where like they they watch on tv they see like uh it's like, like the supposed to be like a like a police show or whatever yeah yeah that's funny oh, oh my god in the i know in light of recent events it's it's I don't, it, it, might be, it, it might be a little um dark but it's just and the, they like they arrest they arrest Donkey and Shrek and they pull out one of the cops pulls out the giant pepper grinder because like <laughs> it was, like a long time ago and so they don't have like <laughs> and, they and then up, like they pull the catnip out from Puss and he's like that's not mine <laughs> it doesn't isn't Donkey like this is police brutality and he's like police brutality police brutality and then they get like and then the the fairy tale characters like Pinocchio and them come down to like rescue them and they play the Mission yeah. Impossible theme. And, and then he's like, the part, there's the there's the part where they literally say he's like wearing a thong. Yeah, oh, <sighs> uh, it's just it's just. And then you got hold you got fairy godmother performing holding out for a hero at the very end. Oh, yeah, and then, uh, oh yeah, they go to the Kurt like workshop to like uh, the... <laughs> we're with the union. <laughs> they don't. I don't even have dental. <laughs> Uh, oh god i yeah, am yeah <laughs> yeah we probably should have done this the next day no but we're dedicated to you guys yes we've been talking about these movies for almost an hour and a half oh. but we're doing it for you yes so if you're still here i applaud you at your willpower to push through us um kind of just zoning out for a long time zoning out talking over each other and just laughing hysterically but um, hopefully that this brought you some enjoyment. I I want to hear what everybody has to say about our rankings, and if you agree, if you disagree, if you think that we're idiots for whatever reason, um, leave us. I, you can leave us a comment on. Send us a DM on in our Instagram at the Real Real Geeks. Yeah, give us your DreamWorks ranking. We we're interested. Yes, if you yeah. let us know, show us your hot takes. But uh, yeah. Um, with that said, I'm Connor. I'm Campbell. And you just wasted the last hour of your life listening to Real Geeks. If you enjoyed this episode of Real Geeks, please be sure to follow us on social media at The Real Real Geeks for the latest news and updates. Also, be sure to leave us a review. What things did you like? What things would you like to see in future episodes? Let us know and we'll be sure to take a look.